0: Welcome to another episode of the Hey RN podcast. On this episode, I'm gonna talk about fantasy football. I'm gonna talk about the Impractical League, which is a league that I actually won this year somehow. The first 10 weeks of the season were actually pretty easy going. I think Alvin Kamara, James Robinson, and a trade later for Najee Harris propelled me to the number one seed, but I closed out the season with three straight losses. And I actually finished with the two seed and I was fortunate to actually get the two seed because uh, Tim got the one seed, ran into a buzzsaw facing Schefter Sources owned by Brian Bitto. So that was unfortunate for him. But I think actually most of the championships that I've won have actually come from being the number two seed. And I've usually... Like 60% of the time, I want to say when I'm the number one seed, I actually end up losing, at least recently. So I was actually pretty fortunate because my team was not really playing that well. Harris, I think, left one game with an injury. Alvin Kamara was kind of like injured as well. James Robinson, he actually left playoff game that I was in with an Achilles injury. So I barely held on in that game, and I was lucky to own the Philadelphia Eagles defense, which had 20-plus fantasy points. And Tim, unfortunately, went down to Schefter's sources because the Dallas Cowboys defense was just killing the Washington football team. I think they had two defensive touchdowns in that game. unfortunate for Tim. A good thing I was able to beat Matt in that round because if I had played him the following week, I would have lost that game as well. So, fantasy football is just about getting the luck thrown your way. And especially with some of those trades that went down, I got Najee Harris for Patterson and uh, James Conner, which I think was actually a pretty fair trade. Those are two uh, quality running backs. Patterson kind of tailed off towards the end, though. But overall, I believe they're both either like top 20 ish running backs. But I think if we were able to do a redraft in our league. I think Najee Harris actually would have gone number one in the league, given that Derrick Henry got injured. Christian McCaffrey, I don't even think he would have been drafted because he's like, well, probably in like the tenth round because he only played like three games this year. And Alvin Kamara was kind of solid, not but not really that great. Jonathan Taylor also up there for considerations for uh, the number one overall pick. Najee Harris was good. I think I lucked out getting Deontay Johnson later in the draft. C.D. Lamb was also, I think, a good value. I was looking through the draft, just seeing other players that went late. I think Debo Samuels was like probably the steal of the draft. and I believe Tim drafted him. That was a good pick by him. And Debo was just, um like I had him I'm probably going to keep him in my other league and the auction league and for Maryland he's was pretty solid throughout the whole year for some reason Yahoo the way they do their format they just said that Herbert was the MVP I don't even think Herbert was even that he's probably like the seventh most valuable player on my team Deontay Johnson, C.D. Lamb, DeAndre Hopkins, Harris, even Robinson even though he didn't close out the season well he was a good value he's really good for a flex player but he would have been a lot of people's RB one or two Uh, obviously Avin Kamara and I think my final more important player than Herbert it's gonna be the New York football Giants offense because I just started Chicago Bears and Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs and they ultimately gave me a huge edge over who I played. Shout out to the Giants for somehow starting Mike Lennon, who threw for I believe 29 yards in an entire football game. There was, no, there was no wind in this game or maybe there was but either way thank you New York Giants. Daniel Jones maybe you have nothing really to work with. Saquon hopefully come back healthy next season and by the way just speaking on the New York Giants I really hope that Washington somehow loses to the Giants, but the Giants are really playing probably the worst football in the NFL right now. And that's saying something, considering I'm a Washington football team fan and they haven't been competitive in the last three weeks. Although they did have a nice four-game winning streak, that's not mm-hmm. going to get it done if you're the Washington football team. You're going to have to play better just than for a quarter of the season. So a lot of people are upset with the team and well I'm gonna talk about that probably later in another podcast. But back to fantasy football. Man, it was that veto was probably a non shouldn't have been vetoed, but it didn't really even matter. And I think the trade between Mike and Tim, it turned out that trade was maybe Jinx because Christian McCaffrey got injured. Derrick Henry got injured. The two best players of that trade basically got injured. Uh, But I think Mike may have won part of the trade because he got Debo Samuels, but uh, he also gave up uh, Joe Mixon in that trade, I think. I don't know. Whatever, that trade wasn't really great for Mike at the end of the day because he ended up being the second last team. In the league. Tim finished with first. He already had a pretty strong team, but that trade, I think, helped solidify him. I guess Christian McCaffrey gave him a couple good weeks at versus Derrick Henry, who literally got just got injured. That's enough about the impractical league. I'm going to talk about the Valley uh, Green League, just because it was one of those weird seasons where you're like, the number seven seed, and my running backs were actually, like, really top-notch. Derek Henry, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, but I think Darren Waller, like, he was also in my practical league. He was, I drafted him, I believe, in the third or second round. He was disappointing, and my number one receiver was T. Higgins, and That isn't going to get it done, especially when you start three wide receivers and two flexes. My other wide receivers who were disappointing were Beckham Jr., Leviscus Chenault, the man, Lawrence, he was pretty bad this year. He didn't really lift any Jaguars players to fantasy relevance other than James Robinson, who he handed off the ball to, so I don't know how much credit he's going to get for that. Urban Meyer, man, I don't know why he just didn't hand the ball off to Robinson. Carlos Hyde, he's done. They should have probably given it to one of their rookie running backs, instead of Carlos Hyde. I didn't even know he was still in the league when he was backing up in the Jaguars but my my quarterback was Aaron Rodgers and I made the unfortunate mistake of benching him one game and I think his COVID absence ultimately cost me a playoff spot I ended up starting Jordan Love which was a mistake against the Kansas City Chiefs who actually shut down Jordan Love and that was the first game of many where the Chiefs are actually on a defensive roll I think my team was overall pretty solid other than my wide receivers because my running backs were really good and I think it was probably an above average team but I just got the injury of Derrick Henry and that's going to seal the deal for a lot of teams. I'm going to touch on just the Maryland league that was probably one of the most balanced leagues that I've ever been in because only one team was eliminated. From the playoffs. Entering the final week of the season. I hadn't clinched a playoff spot. Only one team had clinched. A playoff spot I believe. Or maybe two had clinched a playoff spot. But Anthony. Who ended up winning the league. He was second. And entering the final week. But he had to have some things. Go right for him. Well obviously if he won. Then he would retain the spot. But I think me and. Rick and Chris were on his heels. Speaking of Najee Harris, he turned out to be the MVP for Monello. Maybe Jamar Chase a to toss up, or maybe his keeper, Patrick Mahomes, who had a slow start to the season, but closed out strong as usual. Julie, she got third with the Alvin Kamara. That keeper is propelling her, but it's unfortunate that she hasn't able to turned that great pick into a championship but just the way that fantasy football rolls, like she probably had the best team from weeks 1 through 15 but you gotta I guess find a way to put it together in the final 3 weeks of the season and Alvin Kamara, while he has been great for these last 4 years um, he's let down a lot of people, especially in week. Uh, 16 of the season he was terrible and maybe not it wasn't his fault uh Taysom Hill was injured Chris with the great uh second place finish his quarterbacks uh Jalen Hurts I really wanted him I accidentally forgot to bid last second that was my bad in the auction he got Russell Wilson also uh Lawrence was pretty disappointing but uh Dietz's putting together a great season. Uh, My team was pretty good, but could have been better, uh, especially from the quarterback position. I was doing streamers, and that worked out relatively well sometimes, but I made the wrong call starting Taysom Hill uh, one game against I believe it was the Buccaneers, which ultimately eliminated me in the first round of the playoffs. He was pretty awful in that game. He didn't really run the ball. I think if I had started him, I don't even think that would have been enough against Rick, who I believe got fourth place and pretty overall solid season. I believe he started one and five and closed out the season strong. Monello's won his fourth championship in 12 years, and I believe this finals was the same as the first finals when Chris and him played and it's pretty crazy that Monello just keeps on winning Unket had a pretty good team Varn, I don't know like injuries really got to him I'm complaining about injuries to Derrick Henry but all the Saquon Barkley owners out there it's got a sting uh, Johnny Gravel probably had two guys who could have been first-round picks and Travis Kelsey and Jonathan Taylor um, and I think he also had Derrick Henry, so that was a really strong team. But ultimately, he lost Henry, and his team kind of fell apart. And probably he had a really tough schedule as well. And his team was related to poop, and my team, sweet merciful crap, I in all my leagues, um, was related to poop. And as Mike said. I was the championship of crap, and I believe that I finished ahead of all people in poop-based names. In the Maryland League, there were three poop teams, so that's saying something, that I was be able to be the number one team. Man, that Maryland team that I had, injuries were pretty bad. Dalvin Cook, he got injured. DeAndre Swift, he was out with an injury. Gus Edwards, he got injured. And Raheem Mostert, injured on the first play of the season where he got like 20 yards and he it was just like overall pretty bad but my wide receivers were excellent Stefan Diggs, Debo Samuels and Mike Evans I'm definitely bringing back Debo Samuels as my keeper next year uh, overall my kicker production was excellent there's a, quite a dispute going on in our league um, about whether we should have kickers because it ended up costing Kowalski uh, two games and he would have made the playoffs and I'm actually kind of curious I'm probably going to have to check later in the next podcast but how would he have done if he had made the playoffs because those kickers really cost him the game And against Chris and Monello so it was pretty funny that he was pretty adamant against kickers our league voted to have kickers Uh, The logic, of course, being that there are kickers in real football and fantasy football is pretty random. I don't really know where I am on this side of the debate. Even before, I was just like, whatever, we can have kickers. But I'm not really strongly for kickers either. And their justification that people are giving in our email thread for having kickers as well. The running back position is random, but... The kicker position is definitely more random than the running back position, even if there are injuries, because the only reason why like Derrick Henry isn't a top running back is because he was out for the season. This season may be more unusual for injuries. And it's more exciting to talk about running backs going against a stout defense than, oh, I wonder what the wind conditions are like. In Soldier feel maybe that will affect how Nick Folk will kick in the league so overall I think I like kickers just because Adam gets upset about it but otherwise who really cares about kickers I'm, I didn't congratulate any of my kickers for winning my fantasy football championship even though I believe I would have lost to Matt in the semifinals if I picked a different kicker and he had Matt Prater who was pretty awful and maybe that was a difference in me winning the playoff game, but it's just not that exciting to talk about kickers. So, on to the future. I'm just these are just notes for myself and perhaps other fantasy football members. It's you gotta like fill out the roster, get the best available players. Uh, I really just got lucky when uh, CD Lamb slipped to me, and I didn't really like. CD Lamb, but you gotta ignore your personal biases and just pick players who you want to pick. I'm gonna have to ignore that bye week rule in the next draft because I think I would have taken Debo Samuel's late in that draft, but he had the same bye week as the like five or three of my other wide receivers. But I think that's probably the good. You're just probably gonna have to take the better players at the end of the day because. A lot of those guys I ended up cutting anyways, and they're pretty quality players later in the season that you can find on a buy, or you can make a trade like Debo Samuels. That turned into a key piece, which ended up netting Tim Joe Mixon, so that was pretty good for um, both sides of that. So you got to take the best player no matter what. The tight end position... Kelsey is a beast, and but everyone else is kind of terrible. Darren Waller, you're you were kind of a bum for the closing part of the season. I guess he was worth like a fourth round pick, but I overdrafted him, taking him in the third round, I believe, over other guy like key guys. Like if I had gotten, I don't know, like another number one receiver, well, it wouldn't have mattered much and the impractical league but i'm just thinking more of the yahoo league if i had like even cd lamb over jaron waller i would have looked a lot stronger probably would have been competitive for a fantasy football championship that's just like the difference and biggest deals that i saw in this year's draft were deontay johnson debo samuels as i already mentioned james robinson was actually a pretty solid pickup given where he's picked Uh, Like, I was looking at the Yahoo recap, which gave me a B when I won the Impractical League. He was said to be my most overdrafted pick. And the injury guys, like Michael Thomas, I don't even... I took a stash on him. He didn't turn out... My instinct was actually to take Jared Patterson, and he was actually kind of quietly good fantasy in the final week of the season, but... I don't think that would have necessarily been a great pick to hold on to the whole year. Like he had a good preseason, but not other than that there wasn't much to say. And so I think in my Yahoo League where you start three wide receivers, I'm definitely gonna have to take at least one wide receiver. I shouldn't go for the big names. I wanted to stay away from Odell Beckham Junior, but for some reason I ignored my draft board and I was like, Well, Odell Beckham was a top five wide receiver. I'll take him in like the seventh round. And that didn't pan out. My instinct of taking quarterbacks late other than my Smith uh, Maryland league, that kind of seemed to pan out in like the Yahoo leagues that I was in. I got Herbert relatively late. And I think he was like a top 10 quarterback. I got Aaron Rodgers like in the... Leave believe like 10th or 11th round in the Yahoo League. Granted, we do have three wide receivers and two flexes, but uh, I just was waiting for guys to slip. Herbert was actually available in the ninth round. In retrospect, I would have taken him like in the ninth round just because of the COVID absence that Rodgers had and the rushing upside that Herbert provides. But he wasn't even that... Lights out, I feel like Aaron Rodgers actually had better peak games than Herbert this season. But it is, I'll probably subscribe to the theory that you can always find the quarterback late. I think, though, in my Maryland league, I'll try to get a better quarterback. Uh, It didn't really cut it, whichever. Like, the year I won a championship, I lived on the waiver wire and I found Jameis Winston, which was pretty good. But I just seemed to miss out on the big performance of Joe Burrow when it mattered. And guys like Tom Brady, Stafford, well, they were pretty consistent for most of the season. So I don't need to get like Lamar Jackson type spending a lot of money on drafting a quarterback. But I definitely can do better than the guys that I was playing at some portion of the year like Taysom Hill. Or even Joe Burrow was fine, but not... He put out a lot of duds when I managed to start him and when he only lit it up and later if you started Joe Burrow and you're in the semifinals, that was good. But if you start him in the first round of the playoffs, you were likely eliminated. We'll see how that goes. Wide receivers, I think you can find really good value in wide receivers, like in auction leagues if you don't try to overbid. Like running backs I don't know. Dalvin Cook, whenever I've owned him, he's just been a disappointment and whenever he's on somebody else's team, it just seems to light it up. Not having the vaccine probably hurt him for the playoffs for a lot of teams. I believe we put up 3.4 fantasy points in half PPR formats. That's not going to get it done if for somebody who's the number one pick anyways. And uh, I don't know who the number one pick um, Well probably going to be Jonathan Taylor or Najee Harris but I think I'm probably going to lean towards looking at a rookie running back like even though Clyde's Edward Lair was pretty bad like Jonathan Taylor he was great as a rookie season even in the first half of the season he was kind of a bum but he's definitely you're definitely finding really good value in those picks and these guys that are uh, the number one pick like Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry they're, they could really easily break down Dalvin Cook. He missed a couple games with a separated shoulder. And I don't know who's going to be in the top five. Antonio Gibson's kind of good. Uh, but, well, that's all for fantasy football. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'm going to probably talk about the Washington Wizards or the Washington football team. Maybe I'll make a poll about which one you guys want me to talk about. And probably just be either a few notes on the Wizards or the Washington football team really just maybe even just talking about the NBA or NFL whichever one people want to hear thanks for listening signing out